Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Da 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 da. Meow. Da 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 da. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor, and I'm Alicia Healy, homeowner, and we're talking home, home repair. repair. Today we're going to continue our fall maintenance series. Last episode we talked about what you do outside your home, and today we're going to talk about what you do inside your home to get ready for the fall and the winter. Uh, then we have a painting tip. Oh, yeah. You can't have enough painting tips, I don't think. Right. Because it's just something we all do. And there's dumb little things that can just save you, you a lot of You just don't think trouble. about it. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to uh, wrap it up with some uh, a discussion on shower doors for your bathroom. To go into the, add to the little bathroom, everything bathroom that we did. Right. Last episode. The a episode big deep prior. dive on that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like specifically shower doors. So... Let's start with fall maintenance. What do okay. we do inside our home? Inside. So you want to make sure everything's airtight. So you're going to want to check your drafts. I mean, houses get drafty. And, and how do you check those? And you can you can check them with using um, a lit incense. Is kind of cool. Nice. Right? So you got that nice stream of smoke that's coming off. And then um, on a blustery day, you... Close all the windows and the doors, and then you go around. Now, these are exterior doors, not the interior doors. <laughs> just wanted to specify. Uh, exterior doors, while it's closed, you just go around and go around the, the the jams, the top, and see if that smoke either blows in, gets sucked out, or does it continue to just go straight up to the ceiling? Right. If you get any movement on it, if you get something other than just going up to the ceiling, that's going to tell you you've got some kind of a draft there. Sure. And you could use some uh, uh, weather Can I stripping. put one note in? Sure. So using incense, it's already kind of squirrely smoke. So but make sure you're be... sitting really still. I mean, if you're getting slight. Unless right. So you don't have a big draft. Yes. Okay. Just thought I'd interject because I could imagine because I could imagine me taking out some incense and I'm like just putting your hand it around and, yeah and oh. it's already a little oh squirrely. you're doing oh, okay okay you know what I mean like doing sage <laughs> you're not you know, sage we're not ritual. smudging the door we're not smudging the door we're not smudging the door we're just we're just checking for drafts <laughs> right. there's another good thing to use just you know sacred sage you could do a little spiritual thing while you're doing your fall home maintenance oh and and I want to remind you if you didn't hear last episode. Put this stuff on your calendar. Yes. Write, write down your maintenance task. Put it on the calendar. One task a weekend, and you're good to go. And it doesn't take that much. Um, so you're checking for drafts. If you find drafts, weather stripping, caulking, something, but you want to close that draft off. Maybe uh, some foam, depending yeah. upon, right? You may, may want to take off the trim, get some foam in between there. That's um, a big thing. I think very helpful. And it's a little bit more of a project to pull your trim off. Right. But to put that that foam and that insulation mm-hmm. where 
isn't that insulated a little bit more closely now? What? By your door, your door jams and it should be right yeah. when they install the doors. If they've got this, if there's a gap there, there there should be something that's in there that's stopping that draft. Right. Whether it be that that expanding foam, or they've actually put insulation in there, or backer rod, which is a foam. Right. Foam rope kind of thing is what it looks like, which is it comes in different diameters that you can use to stuff into areas that need to have um, some some weather stripping in there. Right, so that's right. another good that's another good um, material to use. Yeah, yeah. And if you're you know your caulking is starting to you know come out, mm-hmm. um, you know just dig it out and put some new stuff in. And check out an early episode where we cover caulking. Because we did talk a lot about caulking. We did. Do you remember what episode that is? No. And we'll try to put it in our notes here. Right. Yes. Next, we are going to, in this one, um, typically we like to have this correspond with time change. Okay. What is it? What is it, Alicia? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, Changing the clocks on your ovens. No. Try again. Um, We did leaves outside last episode. Mm-hmm. This is inside. Inside In- around time change. Yep. So time change. It's just a, it's just a, it really doesn't have anything to do with time change. It's but just it's the right just, time of month. The right time of year. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, time change. Let's do this as well. So that's September. October. That's October. Yes. You gave it away. I did. Change the batteries. Yes. Change the batteries and smoke detectors and Every carbon year? monoxide. Yep. Even if it hasn't warned you? Yes. Okay. Or test it. I've, or test I mean, it batteries, yeah. Okay, so let's talk. We're talking a $5 battery, <laughs> right? What is your life worth? Oh, now you want to talk ROI. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's a pretty high, pretty high ROI. Exactly. That's true. That's exactly. True. And test it. And... Pushing the button is not enough to test your smoke detector. Oh, really? Right. You need to get some canned smoke, which actually uh, mimics smoke, and it will tell if the detector is actually working. Is a, a blowing out a match not enough smoke? It could be. Okay. But you want, you want to have, you know, you could use your incense that's burning, something that's, that's going to that's gonna trigger it. Okay. Um, so if you did the incense and it doesn't, if it doesn't trigger. You could have a false negative. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So you want, you actually want something that's, that's, that's Where burning. do you get canned smoke? Um, big box stores. Oh, really? Yep. For specifically that? Yep. Sp- Purpose? Specifically, yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. I've actually had, uh, clients tell me that, um, um, I, I put this in a newsletter one time, and uh-huh. somebody wrote back to me and said, "Oh my word, thank you so much because I tested all of our smoke detectors with the canned smoke, and I found that the the two that were in my kids' rooms didn't work. Wow! And they were very very thankful that wow. yeah, because you can push the button, it's like yeah, the alarm works, but it's not necessarily telling you the, the detector, right? Right, right. Wow. So you want to make sure that it's working, and if they're older than ten years old, they need to be replaced. Okay. Also, if you do replace them, some of them have a um, tiny little bit of radioactive material, so they're not supposed to really go into the landfill. They should be disposed of as hazardous waste. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. They don't do that anymore. I don't believe so. Okay. No, but there are some that have, they've got around. the little radiation sign on them that, you know, oh, move, okay. moving into an older house and they're as old as the, yeah. Very, 
Very interesting. Check it out. Okay. All right, so batteries. Okay. Changing the batteries. Changing Check the that they actually work. Yep. yep. Um, fire extinguisher. Where is it? Have you shaken it? And when does it expire? Good, good. You should have one in the garage. You should have one probably in the kitchen somewhere. Hopefully it's not too buried. If you ever have to use it, you don't have to, you know, offload everything in the pantry to find it. Right. Not going to help you out much. Um, and this last one is is kind of one that, that people just say to me, what? And that's your hot water tank is to drain it. And, oh, and right. you're, you're flushing that uh, the sediment out of the bottom. Now you don't have to drain the entire thing, okay? Because the the valve that you're hooking up a garden hose to 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 drain some of the water out is at the bottom, and that's where that sediment is. Right. So you get enough water movement out, and if you do it enough, if you do it periodically enough, then you're not going to have that big buildup of sediment. So okay. so draining off you know, a third or a half is enough to get that sediment out of there. And then, um, and then, but you do it on a regular basis. And your owner's manual should tell you how to do it step by step. Okay. But there's a spigot on the outside that just goes to a regular garden hose. I yep. don't need anything special. Yep. There's a little, there's a valve on it that, yeah, you just hook your garden hose up to it and set that outside or into a drain or, or something like that. In a like bucket that. so you can see what actually comes out. Well, yeah, you could do that. And remember that it's going to be hot, but right. you can turn the hot water or turn the electricity off. You want to make sure that everything's shut down. And you're saying every year it'd be good to do that. Yep. Then you'll have less of a problem. Check your owner's manual. It tells you how frequent you should do it, especially if you have uh, a lot of um, minerals and things in your in the water. Right. Yeah, sure. That you want you want to be doing it. Um, if you're on a well, that's another another good reason to do it. Right. Cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. And another little tip: if your water smells like rotten eggs, um, it's your your anode in your hot water tank is probably gone. An anode is is typically made of zinc. Uh huh. Um, and what that does is it it keeps the metal pieces inside the hot water tank from decomposing and it decomposes the zinc instead. And once that zinc is gone, it's going to start it, and it starts to smell like uh, rotten eggs. And like, so that means that it's actually starting the corrosion on your actual components is going to start. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and is like, that a dangerous thing or just, it will fail. It's, it'll just fail and you can yeah. replace it. It's easy enough. It's just, well, getting it, out unscrewing it is is often the hard part. Oh, you can just replace that thing. Right, right. We did that on on Kate's uh, hot water tank out on Vashon. Oh, We'd, I see. We did that, and it took actually a strapping <laughs> strapping young man and a six foot cheater bar to to get it loose. But wow, she got it out, and and what typically is about a two and a half foot piece of metal was was down to about six inches. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Wow. So. And it's good to know you can replace that. Yes. So you don't is. have to buy a new hot water heater. No, you don't. Huh, interesting. I know. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Do <laughs> you have anything else? Uh, not for maintenance. Those, are the, right. those are the things. So just get those on your calendar. Get them done. Super, super. Get them done. So let's move on to our uh, tools, tricks, and tips. Today we have a tip on painting. I got a tip on painting. What do uh, we do? I visited a client yesterday, and I noticed that they had just put this um, beautiful coat of paint on their front door. Oh, my God. It was a pretty color. It was a, it was a blue teal kind of – it was just – 
a very unusual color, but it was beautiful. Uh huh. Um, because they had the and the door handle was all masked and everything was, um, and then they they had the dart the door ajar when we got there. Um, I was like, oh, they must have just, just painted, painted it. Yeah. We were there for about an hour, and, and as we left, the door was was closed. And I'm thinking, oh, that's not it's that's a little early. That's not good, right? And I said, just just let me give you this little tip here. So when you've done that, you've got a nice fresh coat of paint on your exterior door, and you need to shut it. You want to put the blue tape on the Painter's weather stripping on the on weather the, on the weather stripping. Oh, so yay. that when you close the door, the door will will rest on that weather on the tape instead of on the actual weather stripping, so that it'll keep it from peeling off the door when you open it again. Because it nice. takes at least it takes about seven days for that paint to really cure. Mm-hmm. So you you want to have a protective coating on there so that it's not going to peel it. And and it will. It'll peel it right off. And you'll see it a lot of times where you look around the edge of the door and, you know, that yeah. it's it's peeled off. But if you put so some— So you're protecting the weather stripping too. Right. And getting a little bit of that getting color a little paint. on Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, definitely yeah. protecting the, the paint, the nice fresh paint on the nice. door. Nice. Yeah. That is a great tip. Thank you so much. I wouldn't have thought about that either because I would have still thought, oh, you're going to mar— you're still going to mar it a little bit hitting that tape, but that tape is built specifically for that kind for of thing. For that kind right. of thing. For yeah, paint, yeah. that kind of thing. And you want to awesome. make sure that, you know, your paint is dry Somewhat to touch, tacky. right? Yeah. And, and yeah. nowadays, the, uh, all the paint is, unless you're using an oil-based, um, typically, you know, you can touch it after an hour. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Super, super. Yeah. So today we're going to end on looking at shower doors. Mm -hmm. We covered bathroom remodels quite extensively in the last two episodes, but we're going to look specifically at shower doors. Mm -hmm. What do we need to think about? Depends on what you want. You can use, uh, first off, you can do the shower curtain, but we're not talking about shower curtains today. (laughs) (laughs) It really the 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 shower door really adds an element to the design of the bathroom, to the, the way it looks, and and um, I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but it, it's definitely especially if you've got a really nice one, yeah, and it looks really it, it's like it draws your eye right to it, and also if you've got um, some great uh, tile. Mm-hmm. In your in your shower, your bath, right, and you've got that that glass, and it's like. Wow, this is just amazing. Um, so there's there's different ways you can go. You can go with the, the you know go your you go to your uh, local big box store and you buy your uh, I can't think of the I can't think of the the, the typical brand of, of shower door which you know it takes you about four hours to put it in and it's framed and and it functions mm-hmm. it, you know it works um, but it's not it's not really giving you a whole lot of design element to it um, so you can go with um, semi frameless or frameless mm, where you're not having yeah when you're not having the metal that goes all the way around it you can have some really nice hardware on there like you can have a towel bar that goes on there or mm. you can do a, a barn door style. I think it looks really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Um, so there's the barn, store, barn door style. There's also the the swinging style. And you want to think about how much room do you have in your bathroom also. Mm-hmm. If you've got a smaller bathroom, you, you really want to use something that you're not having the door swing into. Now, you always the door always has to swing, have the ability to swing out. 
Because if, if for, for safety reasons, right, right? right? If you fall in the shower, right, and you're leaning up against the door, you don't want to be only trapped way. in there. Exactly. Yeah. So it has to be able to swing out too. So that usually that that means it's going to swing out into your you know standing area or in the the, the living space. So you can do the barn door like a bypass kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, or you can just do a glass panel um, as well. Um, and just have with an, no door, with no door, right? Um, and you can have you know just an opening. Um, I think the minimum opening you can actually have is like twenty four inches. Um, and one thing that you need to be concerned about when you're doing just a panel and you're not having uh, a door that actually closes is that that wall there um, by the opening should be waterproof. You you don't want to just tile up to say the edge of the tub, and you know how you, you tile to the edge of the tub and you've got one small slice of tile that'll go out down to the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then, oh, you've got, yeah. and then you've got your baseboard and your painted wall. Right, right, right. right. You, you don't want to do that because there's a really good chance that you're going to have water splashing and things like that. Um, and over time, you, it'll sneak it's, out yeah, of just high, it's, high moisture. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. a good idea. So you're going to want to have something like a, a tile wainscoting that goes on the wall mm-hmm. or, or you know, maybe the entire wall is, is tiled or something like that. But you definitely right. want to have it waterproof. Yeah. Um, so then you can also do um, – so those are good for smaller bathrooms. Mm-hmm. They're just a glass panel, um, and it really makes the room open up as well. Right. Um, and then um, – like I was saying earlier, clear glass uh, to show off that beautiful tile work that you have in there. Or you can do um, an etched glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives you a little bit more privacy, mm-hmm. um, but can also be the center of the design, right? right. Depending upon what you've got on there. I and mean, it's it still reflecting. Different. Right. It's still, it still looks really nice and bright and beautiful. And, and it's, you know, part of that design as well. Um, and, and then you can have... You know your what what finishes you want as far as you know matching your uh, faucet or mm-hmm. you know which you know the chrome I think we went through these the yeah other the different day. Yeah. the brushed nickel the oil rubbed bronze all those kind of things um, and then s- styles you can do um, grid patterns on on your glass if you want to do that those those becoming popular the the matte black. With a grid style, so it looks more like a window oh, than it does okay. an actual panel. Um, yeah, depends on you know what you're looking for. Uh, and then if you really want to go high priced, you can go with some really thick half inch, half inch glass. I always recommend using a, a good shower door company. I was just about to, to, to ask. Yeah, it's easy here. We're in the Seattle area. We have uh, many nice showrooms, mm-hmm. but it would be tricky. For me, anyway, to trust something on a picture online. Um, but are you saying that if you stayed with a reputable company, mm-hmm. maybe you could count on those pictures a little bit more? You could, yeah. the The hard part about that, and and even if you even if you went to um, you know the store to to pick it out, right? Yeah. It's, it's the it's a stock kind of uh, door. The things that you need to think about is, is everything square? Yeah. And is everything plumb Meaning in, in and your, level? In your bathroom. Right, right. Um, and that's what that's what makes it hard because if you've got a wall that's out of plumb and then you're going to try and put this in there, 
is it designed in such a way that it's that it's going to be able to compensate for that? Sure. Some of them do, and some of them don't. Right. Um, and and that's what I really like about uh, doing a, a custom thing because they come in and it's specifically for your bathroom. Right. Yeah. Right. So, but that's a good note. If you can't afford something custom, at least know. Especially if you're putting it in an old bathroom that you haven't renovated and check mm-hmm. the plumb, that uh, make sure that it, it can accommodate for little variances. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah that is. Yeah. You're, and that may may mean that you can't do the style that you want. Right. Exactly. You do that thing, you know? Exactly. So, well, that's all I got about shower doors. Just Super. kind of a little bit of a little bit of this, and just a little, a little bit, bit of, of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Don't underestimate the um, design potential. Right. Of that. Right. It's like ah, uh, eh, we'll just put a, sho- a shower curtain in. It's like. Okay. Yeah. There's a design potential. I think think about the cleaning and think about how much, as you say, the privacy that you need in the shower. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a family that has lots of different bottles, you know, in a family and everybody's using that shower tub. And so everybody's different bottle of this, that, and the other thing, the inside of the tub is never going to look like the day that you installed it. So maybe you do want to hide that, putting some privacy in it, do something with it. It's still an opportunity, right? Like yeah. you say, with yeah. some of the etched or beveled or right, right. Glass. And I did want to mention because you just said something about the the glasses um, uh, having that extra coating on it, which they will they will do, which um, oh, yeah. helps minimize the 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 water spotting. And then is that not standard? No, it's not. No. Well, they do. Yeah, they do a, a you know it's a like minimal a minimal kind of thing. Um, you know, maybe it lasts a year or so, but um, they charge extra to do you know ten year warranty on the on the glass coating. Of course they do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, nuts. that and a squeegee. Yeah, just having squeegee and squeegee it off, and you will not have to be scrubbing that at all. Yeah, for uh, you know just once a year, maybe give it a good scrub. But other than that, no. Awesome. Now, if you have any questions about or comments about anything we've talked about today or have any questions you'd like Amy to answer, please send all of those thoughts to askamy at amyworks.com. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.